Hey, I'm Evan Kramer. I'm Angela Miller. Hey, I'm Lorian Jeanson. I'm Sarah Organista. I'm Lindsay Leto. And I'm Jake Jeanson, and we're the Riverside, and this is the So Far DFW Podcast. So Far DFW Podcast. We are a folk band. We play with primarily bluegrass instruments. We have guitar, mandolin, violin, percussion, upright bass, and banjo. And our sound is kind of very lyrically based with some contemplative lyrics, as well as some big energy builds. Um, Some of our inspirations are The Head and the Heart, The Fleet Foxes, and Gregory Allen Isakoff. So you say that you are a group of friends that became family. Yeah, we are definitely all friends and well, we've been slowly building our friendship for years, and just with, you know, people that have joined the band recently, we're getting to know each other more and more and enjoying playing music together all the time. Traveling together has brought us closer, definitely, as we've been able to go on some tours, mini tours, and play together at a lot of co- cool different shows. Yeah, this, this summer you, you've been in a lot of places playing actually a lot of so far shows. Yeah, we've played, like, <laughs> maybe... Maybe 15 or 20 at this point. Awesome. So you definitely have uh, some sort of stories to share. It's actually really cool to be at the So Far DFW show this summer because we met a guy named Thomas Chorba. We really liked him a lot, and we got to work out um, playing a few shows together in Colorado, and so it was a really cool moment to bring us together musically. Well, just the forming friendships and connections with all the So Far shows, and that's actually why we're here this time is because... We met a guy at our last So Far show, and he got us to come play at University of Texas at Dallas. So we did that yesterday, and then we get to play So Far again. So it's fun. Also, I mean, one of the oldest houses in, in, in Dallas, which is a pretty cool venue. It's really cool. It is cool. All right, do you want to talk about um, Appalachia in the morning? Did I pronounce this properly? It's Ap- I say Appalachia. <laughs> There's a, a much Appalachia. controversy and debate over how it is let's pronounced. Not, let's not talk about that anymore. It's <laughs> <laughs> tiring. Let's talk about the music yes. in it. Who wants to talk about it? It's our newest album. We have six different ones right now. Each album has different growing points in the band's career from all the way from 2013. Um, and I think we've <laughs> released a couple, a couple different albums in, until now. So this is our, that was our sixth one. I would say it's a softer album, and it's good to listen to in the morning, if you like to listen to it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of why it's called Appalachia in the Morning. The band has some bluegrass roots, and the new album brings out some more contemplative themes um, with some very emotional music, and so it's been very fun to play together. You were mentioning it's been fun to play together, but you guys have been actually having a very intimate relationship within the tour you've been sleeping under the stars all together i saw pictures of that that was cute (laughs) um so what was the best moment from the tour there were just so many different moments and we traveled so many different places different states that it's really hard to choose a favorite maybe a highlight from each state there was a festival that's outside of portland called the northwestern string summit and that is one of my absolute favorite festivals it's just so much fun and um you get to mingle with the other bands and some of them are just kind of at a really high level and it's just fun to learn from them and talk with them too so i had a favorite 
We played at a festival called Red Ants Rants in Montana. And um, one of the things that we struggle with as a band is uh, we have a microphone that we all play around, which makes a beautiful sound, but it can have its challenges. Like if a crowd is really loud, there's only so loud that we can get because of that. And, um, you know, we thought, hey, we should let them know that we can't get loud. And so we did that. And it was the first time we had a huge crowd and audience that was quiet to listen to us. And then they really loved our performance because they could hear us. And um, that wasn't what made it memorable to me. But I just remember the energy that was being poured into us as a band as we were giving back to them. And it was just a really nice reciprocal experience, I think. And, and it was cool to see that we could make the style that we're going for work even in a big space. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're a six-piece. There, was there a time when you kind of like had to decide, okay, we're going to have to drop some instruments because we won't fit in the stage, all of us? Has that happened before? Yeah. Yeah. Evan can talk about it. Honestly, no. Was going to be my answer. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna Were say, you left out? Uh, in the forming years, it was we met through college, most of us, and so we could just knock on our friends' dorm rooms and just say, "We're all playing a show. You don't know how to play music? Hold this tambourine." And just we had thirteen <laughs> people on a stage at one time, and so that was more just like the early years where like it was just a pure passion project, and there was no pressure to make ends meet with bills and stuff is just something we were doing on the side but since graduating college and now trying to make this more of our full-time thing it's meant that we've had to stick to a smaller core group of people who are highly committed instead of a lot of people that will just give you an afternoon once a month or something like that to practice so we have fit on some really tiny stages also (laughs) so we never kick anyone out (laughs) of a set (laughs) you just make it work yeah Okay, and um, your uh, music is all about connecting with the audiences, and so far it's all about connecting with audiences. So um, whenever you're playing so far, it must be an intense experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our music is really vulnerable, and so we really share a big part of our heart um, when we perform for people. And so it's uh, so far is such a great avenue for us to deliver that because people are attentive, and afterwards we've just had really great conversations with people and some real connections that we've developed, and now we even have a few really great friends in other towns that we've purely met through so far. And so we just keep coming back. Something that might cause a bit of controversy here because there's a lot of you and maybe you don't agree on, on what's, what I'm going to ask. But if your music was a dish, what do you think it would be? I think it would be oatmeal for breakfast with warm spices because it's hearty and fulfilling, satisfying, and makes you feel good for the rest of the day. Does that have some nuts in it? Because sure. we're kind of weird. Yeah, some nuts in there. Okay. Some fruit. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, that's it for me, Riverside. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. I've been Anna Xavier, and this was Thanks for listening. <laughs>